Well, I don't, think, I don't think you can talk about the transfer portal without talking about NIL. Yep. Agree. Um, now, if they would have had that when I was playing, I would have made hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of dollars in <laughs> NIL money. One of the games that I'll never forget from my childhood is the game against Waterloo East. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a drug dealer, and I'm a, kind of a slumlord, <laughs> and I'm a loan shark. If you would have said, hey, we were up 38% in the NASDAQ, you know, I would have I said, no way. I mean, I, I thought I was going to go from, from Fort Dodge to Iowa to the NBA. And that lasted till about the third day of practice. And then I thought, um, <laughs> oh, there's really good guys out here. That guy's a lot better than I am. And there's seven, there's five of them on this team. And then there's, you know, all these, yeah, I, I better get to class tomorrow. Welcome to How to Money with Cole and Cole. I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. We coach people every day on their money and how to plan for the future. As financial advisors, we're here to have an honest conversation on investing, retirement, and everything in between. At Full Swing Financial Planning, we're here to empower you to take control of your plan, your way, for your financial future. So let's talk money. And sports. Welcome back to How to Money with Cole and Cole, my Full Swing Financial Boys. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Well, how are we doing? Well, I am not the best basketball player in the room today because we have a special guest. You're third best, yeah. Well, let's not bring up who beat you in one-on-one again. I'll, I'll take the rear on this. That's okay. I'll take one Wade, for the team. Wade, looking Bill, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be back in, in Fort Dodge, and, and thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, Fort Dodge legend, Mr. Yeah. Basketball. Go one, ahead. one of my childhood heroes. You know, really? Wade, Wade uh, was, so I was 10 years old when you won the won the state title, or eight years old, I guess. Cool. Uh, I thought you were older than that. Come on now. <laughs> we always age. Always teasing me. I'm not the oldest person in the room. Yeah. Ooh, hey, ouch, hey, ouch. There we go. Yeah. That'd be me. That'd yeah. be me. Yeah. So so Wade won the state title in 1988. Mr. Basketball. Yeah. Fort yes. Dodge native, long, correct? Long time ago. Yeah. I moved here when I was nine years old. Went to Cooper Elementary, North Junior High, now Phillips, now an apartment, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And um, Fort Dodge Senior High, 1988. And Mr. Basketball. Mr. Basketball. State yeah. champ. You won your senior year. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It just it was. Um, we went to state um, all four years when I was in high school. And uh, uh, let's see, my freshman year we got third. Sophomore, junior year we got beat in the first round of state. And then my senior year, everything kind of came together. We had Jay Goodman move in. His father came, was our coach, and the the Goodman family is Fort Dodge royalty. And everything came together. We had a great year. It was a lot of fun. And then you were recruited to Iowa, Hawkeye. Yeah, yep. I ended up uh, playing basketball at Iowa for four years. I played two years. I had a back injury and played two more. So I kind of spanned, you know, the late 80s, early 90s. So a lot of really good players came through the Big Ten during that era. And Did and you redshirt your junior year? Then? I did. I okay. had a back injury. Yep, okay. yep. So I played two, sat one, and played two more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. a lot of good players in the Big Michigan Ten Michigan Fab time. Five you got to yep. play against too, yep. didn't you? Uh, Chris Weber, Jalen so Rose. Cool. That's awesome. Jalen Howard, yep, good players, really good players. And, you know, Calbert Cheney was unbelievable, Stevie Smith at Michigan State. And then we played, um, we played North Carolina twice, played Duke twice. Um, those are kind of the big non-conference games. So, so just other really, than me really, in the alumni game, <laughs> oh who is God. the best player that you uh, ever played against? Oh, good, good question. You know, um, there's two that always come to mind. Um, Grant Hill was unbelievable. And, you know, some of the people in the room are quite young. They don't know who Grant Hill is I know or Grant was. Hill is. But <laughs> he came if he, a 21-year-older. If he would not have gotten injured, he would have been one of the best ever. Just, I mean, he wasn't quite Kobe and Jordan, but he wasn't that far off. And he was athletic and he was a good guy and he could guard. 
but he had some injuries. He was but, a hard um, worker too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Grant Hill and then um, Stevie Smith played at Michigan State, um, played in the NBA forever, and does, still does some TV stuff. Again, he's he was a freshman or sophomore when I was playing, so whole generation. But again, so so, so Stevie Smith was one of the first big guards, six seven, could handle it, could shoot it. Um, just was a really talented player, and, and now they're all over the place. But those two guys were were matchup nightmares. Yeah, yeah. And so Christian, and Christian Leitner was pretty good. Chris <laughs> oh, Weber. Yeah. Chris yeah. Chris I, mean, I would yeah. just like to play against the Fab Five. Chris yeah. Weber was the only guy little I played against that I thought that guy's different. I mean, just the physicalness of him and the size of his hands. His and attitude problem. Human beings should not be that big <laughs> and be able to run and jump like that. And, and I'm sitting was, next to you and you're so well, low. but uh, it, it just is in, unless you're around those guys and Cole, you probably saw it in football. Yeah. There's just guys where you look at them and, that guy's different. And do, yeah. Do you think that about Audie Crooks when you see her play? She's a star. Because she's a star. I mean, but just like her hands she's huge. are yeah. so the big. They go around the ball almost half the way. Well, I'm just like, she's not that tall. I mean, she's tall for a yeah, woman, she, yeah. she, but she's not seven foot. The thing with Audie too, you saw her last night mm -hmm. when she played really well, her feet, she has really good feet and Great feet soft work. hands. And she passes the ball. Well, hit some threes last night. And I'm going to, I'm going to claim Audie's as, as, as a Ford Dodge girl. You know, yeah. Her father Jimmy was a teammate of mine in high school, sure. and you know, died way too young. And the Crooks family is is very prominent in Fort Dodge. So Barb, like you know, I don't know if you knew yep. Barb, but Joe, again, Joe died way too young. But uh, Jimmy and Johnny were kind of guys I played with growing up. And Audie's a great player. Unbelievable. I was highly impressed with her last night. It'll be more exciting when she can play a little longer run because yeah, right yeah. now she's only playing two or three minutes at a time. But just because she's not used to the pace, but when you're I mean, her size, she's incredible. Something with, with college basketball, yeah. too, is I like to bring up, too, as, as you're a freshman, you forget the uh, uh, court's 10 feet long. Mm -hmm. So it goes from 84 to 94, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're going up and down time after time after time, especially when you're a, a bigger player, it catches up to you. And well, I and if you're you playing have to kind of adjust. Sorry, I interrupted yeah, you. Yeah, no, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, when you're playing against Caitlin Clark, too. You're chasing. Yeah. You're chasing. That, that's, yeah. a, that's a different animal in itself. And that, yeah. that was the game that, that you're referencing last night was the Iowa State women uh, game. And, and it was like we taped it. My family's all yeah. sitting in the it's, living room watching it. it it's, it's transcendent it's, to, it's to watch these players. It's great for women's basketball, mm -hmm. Bailey. You can sold out, sold out at Hilton. And it's great for the state. List. You know, last night was the, was the women. Tonight as we're taping this, is, is, is the men's game. And it just is really cool to see that, especially, you know, Audie Crooks, Iowa, Caitlin Clark, Iowa, Taman Lipsy, who's a star sophomore point guard for Iowa State, leads them in scoring, rebounding, assists, and steals. Aim, Holy cow. He's from Ames, from Ames, Iowa. You know, Iowa's one of their best players is Peyton Sanford, Iowa kids. So it's, it's, it's not just role players. You've got really good players from the state and Caitlin kind of brings Caitlin Clark brings that to a whole nother level. She has an effect. She is 3000 points. Clarkonomics. Yeah. Like I heard somebody quote yeah. that. That's and awesome. it's, it's so true. It's so true. Me and my husband were talking about it last night. I was like, Oh, I wish I would have went to the game. It would have been so great. And I was looking at tickets, like just normal good seats were like 300 plus 250. Yeah. And they started going down. I'm like you would have never a regular season game before Clark 
tickets were not that much yeah. money. Like yeah. that effect alone. It's been great. It's been great. There, and there's a, what's the, the head coaches for the women's for Iowa State? What's his name? Bill Finley. Yeah, Finley. So he's got in his office, uh, I believe, a picture of his first game ever at Hilton. And there's like 300 people in the stands. I've heard that story. Yeah, yeah. it's like, there's like yeah. 300. I think they sold 309 tickets. Yeah, literally. It was, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was his first game ever. Yeah. And it's in his office. And I, I was he's, listening to something. Heard he's, he's the best coach in the state. Men's he's or amazing. women. Unbelievable. Just done, you just brought that program up and back and they lost so many girls or young women women in the transfer portal this last year and um he's got a really good freshman class so what what do you think of a transfer portal what do you think of all that well i don't think think you can talk about the transfer portal without talking about nil um now if they would have had that when i was playing i would have made hundreds hundreds (laughs) of dollars in nil money hundreds you'd have Um, to get on the gram the the social media we were talking about yeah um you know, I, I, I think um, I think I think it's something where as a player, especially on the women's side, you know, or or let's just say with the men, you know, so so Hunter Dickinson, we you know one of the best college players on the men's side, played for Michigan for three or four years, went to Kansas. And I think it's pretty well out there, common knowledge that he received two point one million dollars to play at Kansas this year. So but the thing with Hunter Dickinson is he may never score a basket in the NBA. So um, really good player, but the way he plays just does not transition to basketball. Now, Keegan Murray, okay, Keegan Murray was the fourth pick in the draft, and he'll make $9.5 million right. this year, and he's going to sign a contract probably for two hundred or $250 million. So it's different for guys like that that they don't have to worry about NIL because they're going to do really well. But as as a college player, whether you're a man or a woman, you should try to get all you can get when you're in college. Now, I'm, I'm not. I'm not for going from school to school to school. I think it's more in in, in football. You see the quarterbacks that are just yeah, kind start, of like assassins. multiple starting quarterbacks yeah, transfer. Ohio just, State's quarterback, DJ Agundale, yeah. the Clemson kid yeah, went to Oregon crazy. State. Now he's going to Florida State. But um, I I think it's not great for the game, but it, it's great for the kids. And how many? You know, for Iowa, if you use the example, how many number fifty-five Luca Garza jerseys got sold when he was at Iowa? And how, just, and uh, how much did he yeah. make from that? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I Zero. was just going to say so, he, he missed out on it because he he's not going to have the fourth pick in the draft money ever. Right. I mean, he's, he right. he could be a role player in, in the NBA. Yeah, and he's do, he's up he's and down. Doing fine. He's making yeah. you know yeah. he's making really good money. Now, also on the flip side, if Luca Garza, you know, say he's a senior at Iowa last year or junior, he probably doesn't stay at Iowa. He probably gets two point two million dollars yeah. to go somewhere else, and that's life changing money. Again, for a kid like that, you you have to take it because you never know what's going to happen. I, d- but I just saw there was a football team; the whole team got trucks. I can't think of Utah. What Utah, yeah, Utah. just yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. got a pickup. Every, yeah. every and I think this is we were talking about this prior, and this is where you're going with it, especially women too. Like Caitlin Clark, for example, WNBA players, their salary bare minimum compared to which I get where we don't need to go in that, but she's never going to make more money than she is right now. Yeah. And she's just changing. She'll almost be less marketable, mm-hmm. less recognizable as a pro. Yeah. 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 It'll be crazy. I think so for sure. Strange, strange times. One of the games that I'll never forget from my childhood is the game against Waterloo East. And I'm sure you remember that game. Do yeah. You, you remember that? Sure. I remember the, the sophomore game, I think started at five 30. And I believe me and my father and my other siblings showed up at 4.30 just to get a seat. And by 5.30, there, there were no seats in Dodger Gym. 
there were people standing away they turned people away fire marshal yeah yeah Yeah. waterloo east won the state title the year before or you no, so you're close so okay so so they had beaten us there so that's right in like double overtime or something like that no just say it was just say it was um, there was there was almost a overtime but the story was so we were undefeated and they were undefeated one versus two we went down there to play and um, it's hard to imagine now with the way high school games are, but you know, four eight minute quarters, no shot clock back then, and we got beat ninety six to ninety four in regulation. Wow! And it was it was just a crazy game back and forth. Any defense. Was there a bunch of technicals? And yeah. so were they still the chippy? Because like so so towards the end, you know, there was a couple of bad calls and. There was kind of a kind of a mini riot after the game where um, our head coach Tom Goodman got grabbed by one of the police officers, and I don't think they knew who he was. And then one of our players, a good friend of mine, Scott Worms, he grabbed the the police officer and threw him off coach. So now you know now you got oh, potential assault and a police officer. So we're in the locker room and people are pounding on the door and. It just, but just was part of that season. That was our only loss that year. So then, <laughs> so what? Up. So what Cole's talking about then is two, three weeks later is the rematch in Dodger at Dodger Fieldhouse, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was really cool and just a, you know, a lot of fun for me to be part of that. Just four Dodge kid playing with your friends that you played with at Dodger courts from the time you can ride your bike or drive down there. Just, it was, it was pretty special. I'm pretty, pretty sure you smoked them, didn't you? Yeah, we did. The the game wasn't that close. We we won that one pretty easily. So how'd you start playing basketball? When did you know this was like a real thing? I'm going to be successful. This could be a long term. So when I was in, I grew up my first, before I moved to Fort Dodge, I lived in Renwick, Iowa. So small town and, um, the Elks hoop shoot, the Elks free throw contest. I was the state free throw champion when I was eight years old. Now at, at that time, you shot from like twelve feet. They kind of moved you in, but um, it just was fun. I I, I just like the idea of, of practicing. I'm kind of um, I I enjoy being by myself, that type of thing. So I could go out in my backyard and shoot baskets and not have to get, you know, if it's football, somebody to even yep. to throw to, to the yep. ball to. You could just go on your own whenever you had a minute. You go outside and shoot, and uh, you know, being tall and you have some success with it, you kind of um. Uh, enjoy it even maybe a little more. And then when I moved to Fort Dodge, you know, I was exposed to better players, played with and against better players, probably better coaching. Moved here when I was nine in fourth grade. And then uh, it just kind of, you know, we, we had really good teams. Um, and uh, I think I still hold the record. I think I still hold the record for I'm the only big school kid ever to score in four straight, in, in four state tournaments. You know, it happens in small school a lot, but um, – I score as a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Tough. Yeah, so to I think even so. Get to state. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, I just again, I, I think had some success. It came easy to me, but I also enjoyed it, and um, yeah, worked and out okay. And then became Mister Basketball. Yeah, and then that's really nice. It's you know more of a team thing. Like if if we would have lost and not gotten the state tournament, somebody else would have won it. And I played well at state, and that helped. And I had some exposure being down there previous years. Yeah. So what was your recruiting process like? Did you, yeah. was it Iowa? I want to go to Iowa or, cause I, I don't know your story. <clears throat> sure. No. So, um, and I'll talk a little bit about this, you know, um, maybe down the road, but, um, no. So I went to Iowa on a visit in the fall of 1987. That sounds like a long time ago. I wasn't born it? yet. Yeah. <laughs> me no, neither. probably not. But, um, um, had me down on, on a visit my, and then, um, 
it's funny because like so when I was down there the, the, the same weekend, um, they had um, Lafonso Ellis who played in the NBA, kid named Tim Bro who went to Wyoming, played for the Rockets for a while, and then a guy named Sean Kemp. Now Sean was the number one recruit in the, in the country, and if you want to see some highlights, Google Sean Kemp when he was with the, with the Supersonics. Just unbelievable, physically just gifted. So I didn't get a lot of attention, but um, <laughs> they didn't offer me a scholarship. Um, um, but they said, "Hey, we you know we we want to watch you play this year," and that that was okay. It's, but meanwhile, I had an offer from Drake, offer from you and I. Visited you and I. Um, uh, Nick Nurse hosted me on my visit. You know, Nick has won a title with the Raptors, and his story is unbelievable. He's a coach and player in Iceland, and now he's with the Philadelphia 76ers, from guy from Carroll, Iowa, and then offered, got offered from Drake. Um, but Iowa kept calling, kept calling, kept calling, and um, a kid ended up transferring that spring, left Iowa, and opened up a scholarship, and they offered it to me. So, awesome. Yeah, it worked out good. I was, I was very fortunate. So, one, one other game that I, that I want you to, to comment on is the state championship game because if you haven't seen the game or heard about the game, it's not like you guys dominated the game. Yeah, Bailey and I were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, well, were down, well, you, we were down eight, I think, going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. 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 Didn't you score some something crazy like twenty five points? Not not you personally, but the team scored like yeah, twenty five points think, in the fourth quarter. I think quarter. at least that because you know we had some guys get hot, and it was looking back. Um, just there, there was a lot of intrigue to the game. So we played Cedar Rapids Kennedy, and their coach at the time was a guy named Arnie Zedeker. And again, this is nineteen eighty eight, so a long time ago. But Arnie coaches Arnie Zedeker had been the coach at Fort Dodge from like 81 to 83. So it wasn't that long ago, and now he's at Kennedy, and now he's facing or Dodge in the finals. Yeah, and we were down, I think, eight going the fourth quarter, and he probably should have slowed it down a little bit. Again, this is pre-shot clock and that type of thing. But but we got hot, and then, you know, once – I think when those games like that, when you're, when you're ahead, maybe you slow it down a little bit or get a little conservative. And then once we got the lead, then we just kind of rolled from there. Fun. Yeah. It makes me like want to play. You yeah, just talking no about basketball. I'm like, oh. So you're at, right, so let's go back. So you're, yeah. you're Mr. Basketball. Stay yep. awesome. Cole's giddy over here like I get giddy about Caitlin Clark. So Iowa Hawkeyes, talk us about your career there. Yeah. I think you have a pretty cool story too. Yeah. So I, I, again, I was really fortunate to, to be able to play there. I played with and against a, a lot of really good players. The Big Ten was loaded at late 80s, early 90s. We were talking about the Fab Five with Chris Weber and Juwan Howard and Jalen Rose and Indiana had Calbert Chaney and Eric Anderson. And, um, you know, we played at Duke, played at Carolina. But you, um, I want to bring this up real quick. What was the hardest place to play at? Yeah. So we, we were talking, yep. You know, again, with the, with the Iowa State Iowa game. So I played at Duke, played at Carolina, played all the Big Ten schools, of course, but the loudest, the loudest arena I was ever in. And it, really, it's not even close with Hilton Coliseum. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Were, were the Cyclones decent at that? They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Period? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, That's Fred Hoiberg area, right? So Fred's two Did you play years Fred? younger than me. So okay. I played against Fred twice. Oh, yeah. cool. Fred was unbelievable. I mean, high, see high how giddy she athlete. got when you I mean, said brought up Fred Hoiberg. Fred was a star. <laughs> His shooting? <laughs> Fred was a star. Could have could have played in the NFL. I mean, he was an athlete. Just run and jump. He's a and, great guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was a good player. I'm talking like I know. Fred's a really personally. good guy. Yeah. I know Fred a little bit, yeah. yeah. Really See? good guy. They had a tough one last night, though, Minnesota. Just yeah. Gave that away. But So, yeah, so um, played at Iowa and just was really fortunate. I mean, I've been to Europe twice, been to Russia, through basketball, um, Hawaii a couple times, played in the San Juan shootout. You know, things that a kid that grew up on in Nolcrest on 17th <laughs> Avenue North shouldn't really have to – 
have to do or get to do. And I was not a great player. I mean, oh, um, gosh, oh stop it. All no, good players were are so must. I was Mr. Basketball. I well, wasn't that good. No, we I was a great state, I, was, yeah, I was a great high school player. I was not a great college player. Is what, is what I'm getting at. It's all relative, right? So, to, but to um, around you. But I, you know, I, I played in every game. Um, my career at Iowa that I was eligible to play in. I think I started maybe 30 games. Um, I, 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 I do joke though that um, the only individual honor I ever had was I finished second my senior year in the Big Ten in free throw shooting. So if I didn't have to dribble or jump or <laughs> move or or no one was guarding me, I was it's I was unbelievable. It's I was shooting by yourself, right? Yeah, shooting by yourself. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it just kind of it's just something where I always say like every every athlete in Bailey and Cole, you know, every athlete in Wait, which, which Cole were well, you talking well, about? <laughs> in, in Cole, sport, both Coles, both Coles. It there 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 comes a point where you're just not good enough. And some people it's elementary, junior high, high school, college, and then that next level. I mean, I, I thought I was gonna go from from Fort Dodge to Iowa to the NBA. And that lasted till about the third day of practice. And then I thought, um, <laughs> oh, there's really good guys out here. That guy's a lot better than I am. And there's seven, there's five of them on this team. And then there's, you know, all these. Yeah, I, I better get to class tomorrow. But um, yeah, I was. It was. It was. I had really a couple great. of those moments too. It was, it was just a really great experience. Is that why you tried where, where to you the NFL? Just, <laughs> yeah, where you just kind of think, hey, it's just I, I, I can't make a living doing this. But um, and we were talking about this, Bailey. That I think athletics. You know whether it's listening to a coach or having teammates really helps you grow in your business choices, whatever you want to do in life. I was just gonna say that because, and if you've been on a college team, you know this: the best player and the I'm not gonna say worst player, but someone. Everyone is so important because you really rely on that team and those skills you learn playing sports and the attributes, teamwork, leadership, knowing your role. That was like that's a hard thing once you're like the stud in high school. And then you go to college, you're like, dang, I'm not yeah. the best player on the I mean, team. I averaged, I averaged eight points and four rebounds my senior year, and um, but I was a big part of the team. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm just, saying. It, Everyone's it, a not big everybody part. can shoot, not everybody can score. Um, yeah, it's just it, it's a it's a unique. You're really scenario. a family and a team. Yeah, and again, wh- whether that's junior high, high school, or college, or even the NBA, you know, you, you just there's there's guys that are better and they need a bigger piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. We, we yeah. need this message to be spread more, you even know, cause it's you, important. It's and important. even your office, there's role. Everyone has a role yep. and ev- like, there's going to be the top, the middle. And I'm not saying, but you can't do anything without one person. We all function together. Let's do a little dollars and cents. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Wade likes the coin. Drop. Never gets old. Those aren't dollar bills, though. Yeah. Wade, you don't pennies know this. and nickels. We have a we have <laughs> not if you're Kate and Clark. Um, we have <laughs> a, a nerd in the room, and his name's Cole Jeske. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, getting away from the basketball talk for a minute. You know, we are a financial podcast. We we claim to be. I, I would say we're more an entrepreneur entrepreneurship and leadership podcast. And but, we love sports. But uh, I was reading this this morning. I thought is is interesting. Maybe uh, interesting to you know my you know, boring brain as Bailey would say, but, uh, this is the widest gap, uh, between the, so I looked up the year to date returns in the, in the overall stock stock market. So three indexes, the NASDAQ S and P 500 and Dow. So between the S and P 500 and Dow, it's the widest gap of returns year to date returns since 2000. And by what I mean by that is the S and P's up almost 20%. The Dow's up 9% year to date, that 10 to almost 11%. It's the widest it's been, 
since uh, since 2000. So so quite interesting. And this is we we talked about this. You go uh, listen to prior podcasts where previous year the Dow actually outpaced the S and P quite a bit, and it was just that that change in the the growth versus value. So it's it's so, a good thing you know to, to explain how diversification works, yeah. and you want to keep your portfolio diversified for these exact reasons because no, nobody knows when real estate is going to be the hot thing when when uh, you know value stocks when so you want to stay diversified so you get an overall return of of all the different markets and. The, the thing about the S&P 500 and the Dow, and we've explained what those indexes are on previous episodes, so we won't go into that, but they're all comprised of different things. I mean, so they're, they're, just because you're in the NASDAQ, you're not in the S&P, but you're not in the Dow, but you might be in all three. Some yeah. of the companies are in all three. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I think when I looked at the numbers, I actually didn't know, I was curious, you know, we look at numbers all day, but then the NASDAQ's up 38% year to date, 38.01 as of closed yesterday. And that's one of those things you think of like the, the fear of that was scare I always, tactics. Yeah, the time in the market versus time in the market, right? I always, I always say that to clients and you look at the beginning of this year, if you would have said, Hey, we're up 38% in the NASDAQ, you know, I would have, I said, no way, you know, no way. And, and some of it, yes, we've got, it's a little top heavy with some, some companies. I remember uh, we, right we, now. we were doing a, a couple of annuities and I was putting a bunch of money in the NASDAQ and I was like, why do you like the NASDAQ so much? I was like, cause it's down so much. It can't go any farther down. It's got to go back up. Yeah, I but know. Uh, overall, I mean, I think all those indexes, if you looked at two year return, they'd probably be obviously a lot closer yeah. because the NASDAQ lost so much last year compared to the Dow and, and now they're, but, but yeah, that's crazy. We've had two years like that in a row where the, the, the spread is very wide on who's making what as far as the different indexes. And historically, it's not, you know, it's it's probably a couple percentage points of a gap each year. So, you know, you're talking four or five times bigger of a gap than normal. So yep. don't go for the scare tactics. Yep. All right, so let's, uh, Wade, we've heard, you know, all about the the basketball stories. You got Cole all giddy over here, <laughs> hearing about, you know, when he was a kid watching you, watching you play at Fort Dodge. But let's talk about, about your business life a little bit. Yeah. I know you transitioned, you know, entrepreneurship, and you've had multiple different businesses and experiences. Yeah, so uh, my first couple of years when I got out of college, I was an insurance agent. I sold insurance and financial planning, mostly life insurance and property and casualty. And then not too long after that, I transitioned into being a pharmaceutical rep. And I currently work for a company that um, uh, we our company makes and we help promote a product for, for for breast cancer. So I call on cancer centers throughout Iowa, Nebraska, and Central Illinois and try to convince them to use our product. So sales rep. But about 14, 15 years ago, I got into real estate. And we had some duplexes. We had a 18-unit apartment complex in Story City. And um, that was that was fine. It just, um, I was not a very good landlord. Um, <laughs> didn't enjoy it. And got some <laughs> it's a horror business. stories like all landlords do. But um, during this time also, I, we started loaning money to house flippers. So we provide short-term loans, hard money loans. It has a lot of different names. Um, but that's um, kind of what we transitioned to. The last few years, we sold off all the rental properties. And now we're just kind of focusing on the on the short-term loans. And it's been really good. Now, it's been the greatest housing market we've yeah. ever seen. So it's been really easy for guys to buy a house, put a little bit of money into it, sell it or rent it out um, and pay us back. But, um, you know, we deal mostly in the Des Moines market and it's it's been good. It's been fun. Have you been burned much on the on the hard money side? Zero you know? times. No. Never. Oh, really? Not one time. That's Not crazy. Time. That's crazy that yeah. zero times has yeah. happened. 
Yeah. And then you also started a lawn care business, well, a yeah, little lawn care business yeah. with your so son, our Will. Son, our, my son, is he's a senior at Waukee Northwest, and um, a couple of years ago, you know, you're 14, 15, and besides high V, there's really no places yeah. to work. And he, he's a soccer player, so he's kind of busy, you know, with practice and different things. So he started mowing lawns, and it kind of grew. And um, I think last summer we had maybe, I think, 18 yards that we mowed on a regular basis, a couple, couple apartment complexes. So we got a zero turn mower and a trailer and teaching him hard uh, work. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And sometimes he'll do them himself. Sometimes, you know, I'll do them like, and then with the house flippers, um, they needed lawn care also. So it kind of transitioned into that. So yeah, it's been fun. So you're consider yourself an entrepreneur. You do sales, you got a lot of gigs. How has sports translated over to that? Like, what do you think you've taken from that and been successful yeah. in the real world? Cause you I know, think that's hard for people who identify as a basketball player for so long or, or an athlete or whatever sport. And then all of a sudden you're in the real world. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm really an, an entrepreneur, so to speak. Um, we got a lot of side hustles. I I'd do call some, that an entrepreneur. I do some TV work, um, on the radio a little bit. And What's then, your favorite thing? Yeah. Maybe after you ask your yeah. answer, uh, Bailey's well, answer both. it's yeah. the, what my, like which one do I enjoy the yeah, most? Yeah, the like the hard money loans. Yeah. I think it's great. I, I I really like it. I really like it. Um, but yeah. So I to, to answer your question, Bailey, I, I think it's just that, and I'll talk about you know maybe I, I think it's part of being from Fort Dodge too. Is it that that work ethic, a little bit of blue collar toughness, kind of kind of. I, I think it's different than what you see. Like we live in Urbandale, our kids go to school in Milwaukee. It's just it's it's different. I think it's a good thing to have and. Um, you know, I think in, in any business, whether it's financial planning, real estate, lawn care, hard money loans, you got to be tough. You got to be tough because if you're not, I think people sometimes pick up on that and they sense that and you got to be fair to people for sure. But you also got to um, not take any crap from people. And yeah. I think you I, probably got used to I that learned. rebounding with the big guys. You can't trying take crap to, or they're not going to let you well, rebound. Well, I mean, if yeah, it's just blood in the water a little bit. But I, I think being part of that team, hard work. Um, one common goal. I think, that, I think that all carries over. So do you pay, do you pay uh, your kid or do you guys split, you know, how, how does the business relationship well, with your that's child? That's a question. <laughs> so, um, he has some lawns that, that, that are his, and then I have some that are mine, but it, it does seem like, like I end up doing his for free or helping him <laughs> for free. And then when he helps me, I have to pay him. So <laughs> that's we, part of being a dad. He's the, right? I see. We got to figure something out. Yeah, kind of. I'm out. the sucker. No, yeah. it's 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 fun, and it's just something we can do together. And um, teach and we, him a good lesson. Well, I mean, it just was something. You know, we we needed the 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 lawnmower for a house. We've kind of a, of a bigger backyard or just a big yard. So so we needed the mower. My wife's family farms up in Tama, Marshall County, and, and they had a trailer they weren't using. So two new tires and it just, yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun. So you're not an entrepreneur, but you kind of do a little of everything. Which Side hustles. hustles. So yep. you do TV yep. and the games. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a drug dealer and I'm a kind of a <laughs> slumlord and I'm a loan shark. It's kind of what I do. I sell product for breast cancer. I used there to have be your LinkedIn titles. Yeah. that probably draw more, draw more attention to it. Um, yeah. So, and I also do some, 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 some TV work. So about, gosh, it's been about 20 or 25 years ago. Mediacom, the local cable company based out of Des Moines, um, started a local or a high school game of the week. And so they, they asked me if I wanted to do the color commentary. And it, it's been fun. And how it works is we do about 12 games a year. So we'll do, um, on a Friday night, we'll be at, at um, Waukee is playing at Valley. So we do the, do, do the girls game. Um, Laura Leonard played at Drake. She does the color for the, for the girls game. Then I do the color for the boys game. So we're there live 
doing the game, but it's live to tape. So we're there doing the game live, and then we tape it, and then Mediacom will show it, you know, at 9 a.m. on Saturday, at 2 o'clock on Saturday, a couple times on Sunday, and then we'll have a game on Tuesday. And the same thing will happen again, live to tape, and we do that for about six straight weeks throughout January into early February. I love it. It's fun. Because here's what people forget, too. The high school, like, now it's so much more intriguing. No, I shouldn't say intriguing, but to be an athlete, if you're a high schooler and you're seeing some success, you're like, oh, I could go to college and make some money. Like, prior, you couldn't. You know what I mean? You're like, I want to play. But now it's, like, kind of going into a business. You're like, if you're a good high school player, you can be like, okay, if I go to college, I can make some money. Girls girls basketball in the state of Iowa is unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. Johnston's got girls that can really play. Dowling's got some good players. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's something where... Johnson's been good for a few years. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Coach but um, good. Yeah, Chad does a good job. I, um, I, th- I, yeah. I found something that you said interesting. is like, I'm not an entrepreneur. And then we're like, we're naming all these <laughs> yeah, businesses. I, that you, you know, but, but that that's usually what so a successful entrepreneur, I, they, they don't see themselves yeah. as an entrepreneur. They, they just, you know, I want to make a little side money. So I do this. I mean, that's kind of like what Cole does as far as your rentals and everything like that. You know, he's a financial advisor, but he has what four other jobs probably. So I was like, what's wrong with you? He's like, I just got other stuff in my, yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of things going on in time. So yeah. 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 But that's what makes people successful. I think is you don't see that as I'm an entrepreneur is like, Hey, that that's something that I'm going to do to make a little extra money. And that, you know, that's going to be, you know, a priority C or D or whatever it is. Um, but I think that's what makes you successful because you don't see that as like, I'm really grateful, grateful for my, my job, my, my W2 income. Um, but I, I like that, but I really love the home, the, 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 the loans, or I really love doing the basketball games, or I really love mowing the yards as silly as that sounds, but it's all kind of part of that, that process. And, um, you know, when you get to be my age, I'm a little bit older than everyone in the room. You start <laughs> thinking about plan B and what you're going to do and, and that type of thing. And just that, just that flexibility. And, um, one of the podcasts I listened to that the guy uses the term job optional and I, I, I really like that or, 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 or work optional. And it just kind of, you know, if you can get to that point, you, if, if you like what you're doing, keep doing it. And if not, you go mow yards. You don't have to. You get yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's the thing about sports too. And it just teaches you to evolve as a person and grow. You're never boxed into one experiences. thing. Yes, experiences. like like your experiences meeting and traveling and all those people and all those connections and just being comfortable trying new things. Like it really all correlates to my, in my brain, sports and No question, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're excited we had you. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. thanks for being thanks on. Thanks you. Yeah. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Do you think Cole Peterson could score on you today? Right now, today? Yeah. Look at him. You still um, play? Do you I still play some basketball? No, I don't play forever. <laughs> um, I think his wife, Molly. I'd have, yes! I have a problem with Molly. <laughs> oh, Molly's a player. So, so, so Molly is my actual cousin. Yes. Cole is my cousin. Molly's my second cousin, but Cole is my cousin by marriage. But um might be my yeah. son Joseph might have a better chance. He'd he'd be able to keep up He's with you at least. Since probably Thanksgiving. Probably in shape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we appreciate having you so much. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You. I, really, I really enjoyed it. Fort Dodge native and Fort Iowa Dodge Hawkeyes. Go Hawks! Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you. From Charles Barkley, if you can't slam with the best, then jam with the rest. Go Cubs. You've been listening to How to Money with Cole and Cole, the podcast of Full Swing Financial Planning. To learn more, visit their website at www.fullswingfinancial.com and follow them on Facebook and LinkedIn. For now, I'm Cole. I'm Bailey. And I'm Cole. And we'll see you on the greens. Four! Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC.